Hello, hello, hello. It is I, the Popcorn Princess herself, Ryan Courtney. Thank you so much for joining me on an, a very special episode of Pop Music for Smart People. I am joined by the immensely talented Gloom. Is that, is, is that pronounced correctly? That's correct, yeah. Awesome. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for uh, coming on the show and chatting with me. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. We are just talking about um, the aesthetics in gloom's apartment which are gorgeous you can't see it but um yeah her wallpaper is everything <laughs> <laughs> laura ashley i do have a uh question later on about your like aesthetic overall because i love it but um i did want to start by just asking you how you started and got into music and um i wanted to ask you about italians do it better um, that label and deal because I I read about something about um, you like submitted your music and within like thirty minutes they got back to you or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you could just talk about how you got started and and that. Yeah. Um, I started doing music when I was six. I was Shirley Temple on Broadway, and uh, my dad raised me playing guitar and piano, and uh, I was homeschooled because I was doing child acting, so I was able to focus on music a lot. Um, in fourth grade, I tried to learn how to sing with Judy Garland. Uh, that was like one of my studies because my parents didn't think I was going to end up being like a doctor or anything. So they let me pick <laughs> weird subjects, um, like study of like how to sing like Judy or iconography or philosophy or, um, so I, I'm not great at chemistry, but, um, I can tell you Same. what that is. <laughs> and um, I ended up sounding more like Marilyn Monroe than Judy Garland, which frustrated me when I was in fourth grade because I had a very specific goal in mind because um, I wanted to sound like Judy. Um, <laughs> but over once I kind of got a little older, I was like, actually, that's that's an okay thing that your voice turned out that way. She did okay. Um, so Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I started writing music a lot in my teens, and um, uh, one of my therapists gave me a biography of Marilyn Monroe because I was in, in describing some things I was going through, and she was like, it sounds a lot like this girl, and I hadn't really been into Marilyn Monroe much. I feel, I feel like she found me more than I like sought out her. I was very like a 40s, 1940s Lana Turner, Judy, Judy Garland person, and but uh, now that's kind of a cool story, though. I started doing TikToks uh, during the pandemic because I knew I could do her voice and I have blonde hair and, you know, you can just you can do the right makeup and it works. Yeah, there's but, some uh, of your pictures. Some of your pictures look like look uncannily like it's it's. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We maybe we have like a similar heritage. Maybe we're related. I don't know. We, I know we have the same blood type. <laughs> uh, we have the same okay. blood type. I think Johnny. Johnny Jewell told me that uh, from Italians, but uh, we're both like RH negative. If you Google that, uh, I, when I found out my blood type, my, the nurse was like, oh, I know your blood type. And I was like, what is this like astrology? Like, why do you know my blood yeah. type? 
on their face. It's like, you're, you're gay. Like, I was like, so confused. And then she took it and she's like, yep, it's just what I thought. She said, you are RH negative. It's the most rare blood type in the world. She said, Google it after you leave and like Google like RH negative and aliens. And I was like, thank you. And I left the doctor's oh, they, very thank you. much, much more concerned than about anything I went for in the first place. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was exactly. Like, I was like, I'm not really worried about my tonsils anymore, but now I'm concerned I'm an alien. <laughs> Um, yeah, did you so, say alien? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was just thinking I had a tonsil infection, but now I feel like I don't. Yeah. Um, and so I looked it up, and, and sure enough, yeah. If you if you look it up and you really get into it, Rh negative. There's some there's some weird theories out there, but it's like Stuff um, about it, yeah. The people who are Rh negative are like Marilyn Monroe, Obama, like uh, David Bowie, Donald Trump, like. Uh, it's a, it's a, so I, I feel pressure now. Like I, I'm an RH Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to live up to it. That nurse was so, like, we have very high expectations of you. She's <laughs> like, you, you have to win, like, win like an EGOT this year. And I mean, Grammy. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. So, um, yeah, pressure's on, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I started doing music and then I, had been working on an album and I emailed, I was going to just put it out. And then I, I looked at Italians do a better website, which I looked at periodically because I just love like, uh, everything Johnny did and, um, big Italians do it better. Is this, is that, um, I was like trying to figure out a little bit, but is it a, it's a label? Yeah. It's a record label here in, uh, in Los Angeles. And, uh, I, uh, a lot of people who find them find them through like David Lynch Twin Peaks stuff because um, uh, the chromatics were on, you know, the last season of Twin Peaks. Uh, okay. And so, it, and it and then Johnny um, has worked with David, and um, so there's a lot of crossover of like David Lynch fans and Italian Do It Better fans, um, which really felt like Got it. the world that my brain lived in so I always knew he would get my like weird vision uh even though like I always like I never intended to just make like 10 minute progressive rock songs that no one was gonna you know like I wanted to make pop songs people understood but you know well I yeah I mean I think you accomplished that I definitely understand them (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so uh uh, and so there's this, there's a certain kind of brain. And so I was like, I feel like he gets it. Um, and I just really, no one I knew, like all my friends who are like music managers and they, they'd have the email address of the head of Warner brothers, but they couldn't find Johnny Jewel. And I was just like, who is this man? And so, um, <laughs> yeah. And so I just, one day I noticed their website had updated to say submit demo, which is so like early 2000s, nineties. You know, right? Like, yeah, that's kind of cool, though. Demo. And I was like, I wonder if they actually look at them. But I was going to put out my album anyway. And I was like, what the heck? And I submitted it. And then I... Mine as well. I, I, um, I woke up and I got an email from uh, Megan uh, of Desire and Johnny Jewel. And she was like, hey, can you call this number? Me and Johnny would like to talk to you about your album. And I was like, oh, that's... <laughs> 
so that's so not what I expected. And so from a submit demo button. Um, and so, um, yeah, yeah, it's just not what, you know, it feels that like seems, that seems so, like, it seems, that seems very, um, that seems very kismet to me though. You know, like it was like, that was like meant to be that, that button just popped oh, up yeah. and then you were like already going to release your album, you know? So. Oh yeah, no. And it's, it is kismet. Cause whenever I like I pitch an idea to Johnny, I think like, Oh my God, are you really going to like pitch this to like the head of your record label? And I'll say it and he'll be like, that is so cool. And then he'll like go on a tangent and I'm like, I was like, we get a lot. Like he gets it. <laughs> um, and so I, I always forget that because I'm used to, I've been in the music industry a long time. So I'm used to a lot of people who just think like, you're so weird. Um, and so then I, <laughs> I forget that like when I, when I pitch an idea to Johnny and I'm like, it's this concept album and blah, blah, uh, And he's like, that's cool. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Great. I'll work oh, on perfect. it. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's um, awesome. You know, it's, it's, it's cool like, that there's a label, there's a label yeah. that exists that like, you know, um, that is interested in that and wants that because like that's i mean i'm i'm happy personally as a fan because yeah i'm glad that we got your music you know i <laughs> like um love your music by the way all of it thank you yeah i i'm yeah, so you're very grateful welcome. um and so yeah that was a very cool story and um yeah so now i'm working on album two and like two Yay. secret projects i can't talk about but I can say that's totally the, cool. Yeah, I'm excited. World. Um, okay. So, so you're still signed with Italians Do It Better? Yeah, working on album. Okay, two. perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Yay. Well, that actually leads me like into my next uh, question, which I just wanted to talk to you about the song that introduced me to you, which um, was Get Low. It came on my Discover Weekly. Yeah. And I have literally been like screaming from the rooftops about this song. I'm like, I'm so obsessed <laughs> with it. I like love it so much. I think it's like I love that it sounds it kind of sounds retro to me, but it kind of sounds um I don't even know how to describe it, but it's just it's like dirty. It's like a, a it makes you feel like you know what I'm saying? Like like you makes you want to get low, like, but it's yeah. like not like in that like certain style, you know, which I think is so clever. Um and I literally, yeah, I've been pushing that song out so much to so many of my friends, and I've had so much response of people being like, "Why have we not heard this song yet?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I know, it's it, yeah, it's it's such a bop." It's my favorite to play live. Um, I always invite people up on stage and have volunteers come get low, and um, yeah, I love that. It's super super fun. People people are ready, um, and then it's fun too because, uh, and it has knock on wood uh it hasn't gone wrong yet but i always tell the the whole audience to like get low too like i'm like i want to see everyone you know go down and like shake your ass and i I'm, yes. like I'm not, it was like my first show i was so nervous when i like commanded the room to do that so i was like what if like no one does it <laughs> and then you're just standing i'm surprised there. i'm surprised that they already weren't like i'm surprised that they already weren't doing it just like because yeah. of the song yeah i would have already well, been like very low yeah it was before the song i always like tell everyone the instructions before the song starts oh, got so it. No one's but i'm like you know like i could find a crowd that, like just doesn't want to like uh, but i luckily i haven't yeah i got nervous i did uh south by southwest in austin and i played to a crowd it was a, it was the biggest crowd i played to and I think there were a lot of people there who weren't familiar with me. Luckily, like all the shows I had played so far, it was like people that knew like Italians and Gloom. So like they were ready to get low. Um, but the, this was like a, this was like a risky request because it was a giant 
audience and like I don't they're they have no loyalties and so I I was like okay everyone you have to get down and then I was like oh should I have to ask them to do that here I was like and yeah and this giant crowd just went down I always feel like this like yes. little mouse to be five feet tall and like kind of <laughs> soft spoken and for like a very brief moment I felt power <laughs> That's amazing. That's so awesome. I love that. I was like, wow, the whole crowd went down. (laughs) That must be like like, actually a really cool feeling, like having a song like that and then and then asking, you know, for people to do it. Like people just like doing it, but also to like just vibing to your song as well, like so hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because it's like it's like such a different like when I go to like the grocery store and check out, I'm always like, Oh, I'm so sorry, I have to get my credit card and like the receipt, like I'm nervous and then like (laughs) standing on stage, I'm like, get down. And then everyone goes everybody, get down. Yeah. Like an alternate reality in my everyday life. That's amazing. Um, how did that song come about? Like did you uh, you write all your own music? Uh yeah. So I wrote that whole album um during COVID and while I I had just been diagnosed with um Prince Metal Angina heart disease and lupus among other things there was like a whole cascade of diagnoses at the same time because once they find one thing then it leads to like them being able to figure out everything else that's wrong with you um and so I I've been told most of my 20s that I had anxiety which I didn't feel like a super high anxiety level just on a regular basis. But I was like, I guess I do like, you know, cause I had chest pain and I was like, I mean, I'm too young to have like a, like old person, like heart, like, you know, chest pain. And then, um, I had a really bad episode and they took me to the ER and then I ended up in the cardiac ICU and it was measuring on the EKG of like a heart attack, but it wasn't a heart attack because it was opened up by nitroglycerin. It's this complicated thing, but they were able to figure out that I had artery spasms, which is principal angina. So for the next year I spent in in bed, my heart was like really screwed up after um, that. There was like just a few months of all of those spasms happening and it being untreated and not protected by any medication. So my heart was just getting slammed. And uh, I didn't know what was going on. My doctors were just like, your anxiety is off the charts. And I was like, I'm not anxious. <laughs> and it hurts. Yeah, yeah. Really like, well, that's not it. Yeah. Um, and so then it took a long time that year for it to heal. Like, just like walking around was slow and getting up for like, I got carried to the bathroom. And then, um, and so I started writing this album just in bed and sometimes like in the hospital and um so you wrote get low while you were like recovering or like while you were down up for the count like recovering from this yeah because i i, I had I been, love that I was, in the middle, I was in the middle of having a lot of fucking fun uh when i got sick and i was like no like i'm i'm having a blast like and i was just i'd i'd met such good friends and we we're going out to like such fun things and my friend in this cool penthouse downtown we'd go there afterwards and we were just, just alive and then like you know, you're in bed and i was like oh and then after that it was very briefly after that oh actually you can't go outside there's a plague and i was like oh my god that yeah, really that, that comes with that that was a turn of was like this took a left yeah, and turn especially if, was... especially if you're like vulnerable you know if you already are having dealing with something like other medical issues oh, like the pandemic was just like I, an awful like it was awful 
I'm scared of it. I spent this entire day laying in the sun because I heard that vitamin D is good for not getting COVID. So I like lay out in my pool every day and I'm just like, don't get COVID. Um, I'm terrified of COVID because I have asthma and heart disease. So I'm just like, that's what I was like, maybe Yeah, not. I have asthma really bad too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not good. <laughs> No. So have you had yeah, it? Yeah, I feel like the first the first year of it, I like I yeah, I mean I stayed in my house because I was terrified. Like yeah. my work tried to get me to come back and I was like, nope, I'm not coming back. Like because I like did not want to get it. Yeah. No, uh-uh, no, not risking it. So I wrote sorry, I wrote I wrote this album in bed reminiscing about um feeling alive, um, a lot of it. Um and I, I went from feeling very alive to feeling very close to death and also just dehabilitated. I mean, I was a, the last person I think I expected to have like a disability. Like I was a, a hyper energetic girl and I like, I didn't walk, I ran. Like I, <laughs> I was, I, I mean, I, I, I danced for 17 years. Like I, I could do a backhand spring, like, you know, just like, so to just have trouble walking to the restroom was just like, what? Like, and so it really kind of shook me. And like, I, I had to rethink so many ways I, so many plans and things I was doing. And so when I got signed, I had to tell them like, I have, I have heart disease. Are you guys gonna, is that like a, you know, I, I mean, I'll still play shows, but like, are you guys like liability wise, like scared of me or like, <laughs> and they were like, no, like, you've lived through a lot more than people your age. So you'll probably write better songs. And I was like, thank you. Okay. That's good. Um, uh, yeah, you and you definitely did like, what, like whatever, whatever motivation you got when you were down for the count, like, like that, uh, it led to some like, honestly, some real good work. So yeah, I, I might, my best work is often when like, I, I had a surgery earlier this year and then the week afterwards, um, I just like wrote an album at my second album. <laughs> just, I was just like in so much pain. And then also anesthesia makes you like, it's supposed to make you more emotional, which I thought would totally not get me. Cause like, I'm not a big crier. Um, I don't cry often unless like, it's like a breakup or a death. Like if there's like a really like, you know, uh, but it actually kind of takes me a lot to cry. And that whole week, I was just like, my inner child. I don't know if I ever got yeah. to be a child. Like, You're like, this anesthesia is not going to get me. Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My partner was like, I think it got you. And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you have cried about so many things. And I was like, this is embarrassing and not just crying writing truth. just writing an album yeah the <laughs> whole week just crying. Yeah. songs out of it that are like so raw and i'm That's actually awesome. so i'm kind of actually happy that happened but i yeah <laughs> i know that we touched on um or we just talked about you know um some of your health issues and stuff like that which i had read about um and i think I, my next question was actually just about how you know that has like influenced your work and your music which it sounds like it's like really like led to a lot of it um, and a lot of the inspiration, do you think it's like songs like get low and stuff like that were written because while you were down, you were thinking about the time right before that, like, like the, like those high times, like, was it 
like was it a positive reaction do you think writing those songs or like like to that stuff or was it more like the song starts with you light up my nervous system save me from this autonomic prison which is kind of about having like a nervous system that's fucked up um got it and um when i say get low if you're feeling low if you're feeling something was because I just, I wasn't feeling much. And so I remembered that I had recently feeling a lot. I felt so alive and I just wasn't feeling very alive. And so that's, the song's actually kind of sad, but it's a great dance song. Um, and oh my so, God. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like, but I feel like that's a lot of, a lot of my favorite dance songs, like a Robin, like, um, uh, dancing on my own. Like, you know, I feel like a lot of my One favorite, of the best songs of like, all time the songs that I get up for and like go, go hard on when I'm on the dance floor, the, those are those kinds of songs. So that's why I love get low so much. Cause I'm like listening to the lyrics and I was listening, you know, like, um, like you say, get low, um, if you're feeling low and like, I was just kind of like putting that together. Like someone just, you know, like almost like you said, like someone just crying, but like also to just like getting down on the dance floor, just like, <laughs> you know, like, it's yeah. like, just like dance through it or get, you know, get through it that way. Yeah. It's definitely the crying in the club song though. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> that's how I honestly, that's how I get through everything is just dance it out. So I like, I, I appreciate um, songs like that. It's like, that's, yeah, that's what music does for me. Yeah, same. I would love to talk also too about um, body. Um, and I want to talk about your cover of Material Girl as well. But um, yeah, I just want to talk about body and like what, um, like what the inspiration for that song was and how that came about. Um, I wrote body when I was in the ICU. Um, and I finished, I finished the chorus of it when I was outside of the ICU trying to walk downtown. We, uh, I went to, uh, um, a hotel to get lunch downtown LA. And then I was walking back and I, um, right before I got to my, like, high rise, I started having a spasm, which is essentially a similar feeling, same feeling as like a heart attack. And so what happened is you feel kind of like this, like, you start, I don't know, you feel this weird, like shoot up feeling. And then you start feeling this squeezing, burning feeling in your heart. And you can feel your heart is going fast, but you can't feel it pounding like you do during like a panic attack because it's weaker it's not getting the the blood and oxygen it needs so you know it's fast if you like really press in on your pulse but you're not feeling that like crazy but you know just it's all it's all wrong and then the worst part of it is this going away feeling which i think is i don't i don't want to know what i think that is but uh like yeah, disassociation this, no it's not enough blood oh. to your head so okay, got it. you start passing out basically and there's this going away feeling it kind of feels like you're leaving and it's the creepiest thing ever and there's kind of this moment where you kind of you get either really scared by that or you get really pissed off and you're like no i will not this will not get I am not done. I still have shit to like fight or flight. Kind of like fight or flight, but it's it's more no, it's just like a it's just like a rage because you're not done living. 
And that right, what's happening to you is your your heart arteries are squeezed shut and you need them open or yeah. And so you have nitroglycerin spray that you take and it is supposed to help, but sometimes if your arteries are really intent on clamping down, it doesn't and you have to wait for an ambulance and then they have to figure out what they have to Google Prince Metal and no one knows what the heck that is because no one famous has it. And um and so then I started, they laid me down on the ground outside of this huge market. I was outside of Grand Central Market downtown, which is so busy, just laying on the ground. And I, I had just taken a bunch of photos, so I was in a ridiculous outfit. And <laughs> I couldn't really see anybody. And I felt like I, I felt like I was wondering if I was dying because, like, my vision was going. And I was like, no, no, like, you're breathing you can see the tree, focus on the tree. And the tree was like going out of focus. And I was like trying to get it in focus. And I was, if you put ice on the back of your neck, it can like reset your nervous system. So my friend had run to a restaurant and just grabbed like a bunch of ice. And I was just getting covered in ice and yeah. <laughs> I was just pouring it, oh my putting it on my face. And like, <laughs> just outside this market. Yeah. Like, there's like this little like, Barbie doll girl who's having this health crisis and <laughs> people are putting ice all over her. Yeah, they're like, what's happening? But I, you don't get embarrassed when it happens. Like any other thing, yeah. I'd be totally embarrassed, but you're just like, yeah. And so I got it to stop. And I remember I saw like the tree come back into focus and the sun kind of like, I can feel like the sunlight on me. And I, I got really mad and I kept it's the only way I know how to get out of those is yeah. and I, it takes me a minute because when you when it catches you off guard because first your first thought is I don't want to die and it's fear um, which makes it totally worse it sends fight or flight chemicals into your body which is the last thing your heart needs when it's struggling yeah. um, and so you have to get like gumption like no like you know mind over matter like I will not yeah, like let you're telling your heart. You're telling, you're communicating with your heart. Yeah. yeah. I need you to open. I need you to, the blood to flow. Like, no. And I need the nitroglycerin to work. And you just get, you just surrender completely to the fear part because it totally fucks you up. It makes it so much worse. And you just get kind of like, err, <laughs> like I'm mad. And like, I'm not, I'm not going to, because it's, otherwise, it's absolutely terrible. It's just, if, if, if you if you did the existential process of that every time, I mean, you just you'd just be bummed out all the time. And I I want to I want to live happy life. And yeah, your brain is so powerful. I feel like it can you know like you know your brain what you tell your brain can tell you other parts of your body like what to do and how to react to it so if you give into some things your body can just give into that because you're it's being like well the brain gave up so, you know so. Whereas like if your brain exactly. telling it like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Then it could. Yeah. That's it's honestly, it's and I, and I know that I know that every time, every day, every regular day, but as soon as I have a spasm and they're just so scary that you have to re-remember that like two or two to five minutes in. And then you're like, Oh wait, I have to fight. I have to fight. And then you, you do that. And then, you know, so far so good. <laughs> I've been, yeah, I, I wrote that song after one of those I was laying in bed and I just felt so defeated like I I thought I was good to walk downtown I thought I was good to go to this lunch and then I was ended up on the ground outside of Grand Central Market getting ice thrown on me and 
I was just like, and I, I had a bunch of nitroglycerin, which does not make you feel good. It makes you feel like maybe you're like in half alive and you're like a ghost. And Is the song more about your like physical, like, is it like, are you writing that like about your relationship with your body? Like in, in those moments? Yeah, like the, the chorus was more of kind of like the mantra that I was telling myself when I was trying to come back to and snap out of it um, and get my heart to start working. And um, and I think also the the part that frustrated me is I was in a relationship at the time, a dating relationship that wasn't very conducive to being a disabled person or someone with heart disease because, you know, I had just been like, I, I, I had party friends and I, one of them, yeah, you know, I was dating them. It wasn't like a, a safe, comforting place for someone who was yeah. like really ill. And um, yeah. I think the thing that made me so angry uh, about that and a lot, so that song's a lot about like anger, which isn't one of my main go-to emotions, but that that is the one moment where I'm like, wait, I should be mad. Um, but I, where it says like, um, it's a scream, can't you hear my body talk? I felt like I had to try so hard to communicate. I'm not doing well. I'm not feeling good. Look, I, you know, like I, I need, I need my nitroglycerin. I need ice. Like there would be so many times where they would want, you know, the person I was with really liked a good fight and that wasn't good for my heart. And then what would happen is kind of, we, they'd get going and I always, then, you know, you want to stand up for yourself. So you do. And then, and then it kind of starts the adrenaline and then my heart's thing. And then I have a spasm and then they feel really bad later. And they're like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I should, I should have been like, you know, not so aggressive with you. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, you're, I, and you're like, yeah, you know, that's, that's, that's yeah, especially what I was the trying time to tell my life. I was just like, what's wrong with you? Like I'm going through like this yeah. thing where like my arteries are closing, like, like pick on someone your own size. Like yeah, <laughs> I seriously. can't, or like, with your own able-bodiedness like and so the can't you hear my body talk i just i wondered why they couldn't hear the disease that what i had happening? loud enough to where i had to explain it to them each time like is it obvious it's fascinating to me that um hearing you say that like that song was written from more of the emotion of anger because it's just like it's always like when I talk to artists for the show, it's always like, so this is why I do this is because it's always so like interesting and fascinating to find out what motivations were behind certain songs. Cause there's a song that I can hear as a fan and, yeah. you know, think about why it was written or how it was written. And then I hear it from the artist and I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, you know, like it's like you, it's, it's fascinating to me. So. Yeah, no, I, I, I know I sometimes my production and the music doesn't always match. No, yeah, but that's, the, I love that. Like, it's, it's cathartic for me, I think. It's like that, to me, that juxtaposition is like, so is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 cause I think at the, at the end of the day, the takeaway of what I want it to be is hopeful. Um, and even though it came from a place of anger, it was something that I had learned. And so maybe it could be hopeful for other people to have that someone feel like they're standing up for them. Yeah. I mean, even the I song Get Low, like you said, you know, like that song, that song is, you know, was coming from a, a kind of a, a darker place, you know, when you were, couldn't do the things you wanted to do. But really, honestly, I feel like it's inspired 
how many people and how many fans to like shake their ass and have a good time and you know just like feel themselves like like I mean I've literally danced to that song in my living room so many times like I've gotten over <laughs> that song in my living room it like brought me joy during the pandemic like so much so I'm so glad yeah I, I'm so glad the pandemic really screwed up us all getting low as much as we'd like to but oh yeah I mean it tried it tried with me but <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I pushed through. I pushed through. I'm like, I'm still getting low in yeah. my living room. Even if I can't go out, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I, get, I get low on stage. I'm, I'm really glad that the stage thing has worked out because I didn't know how that was going to go with a, with my body. Um, yeah. My, body, my body's being nice about the live show thing. And it's so That's fun. amazing. I so, love that. I know. You need to come yeah. to Chicago. Yeah, I would love I would love to come to Chicago. Um, I'm doing a little east coast tour this month yeah Ooh. yeah oh cool yeah well let me yeah please let me know if you um, do come to chicago i will be um the first in line at that live okay. show <laughs> i'll call you on stage um oh yeah oh my gosh please <gasps> um so yeah i wanted to know about uh, material girl too because i featured that song as well um because i'm a sucker for um covers i actually just did the episode before yours i did my top 10 um favorite covers from the past five years and I was going to do Material Girl, but I knew I was featuring you the next week. So I um, saved it for that episode. But um, I just wanted to like talk to you about why that song, which I think you kind of covered a little bit with the Marilyn Monroe. Um, but And then I wanted to talk about that whole CD in general. So I know Italians do it better. They just came out with a like an album of you know 20 covers and like what why they did that, what their, what their inspiration was. Well, um, Italians do it better was originally inspired by Madonna. Um, people think it's about Italian people and everyone's Italian at the label. There's no Italians at the label. Um, it's actually a Madonna reference. Um, okay. And so, uh, so yeah, she has this shirt, Italians do it better. Um, and so, so I guess, you know, everyone on the label is a pretty big Madonna fan. And it was kind of an ode to her. And so I immediately material girl right away oh wait are all the it. are all the covers on that album madonna covers they're on the they're on madonna covers someone? done by they're all madonna Italian covers artists. oh my god okay yeah. got it and, and that so, makes so uh, much more sense now i called my line i was like did anyone get material girl i want i want that one they're like no it's yours and i was like okay um yeah so, i'm yeah. glad they gave it to you because it's yeah it's it's a wicked it's such a good version of that song i love it it's it's so fun. I, I I love that song, and I I love uh I don't know. I think I I I like one of my favorite things. And I don't know why. Uh, Marilyn did a good job of it. Madonna did a good job of it. Dolly sometimes plays into it. There's a lot of people. I mean, even Cardi B. Like like women who are just blatantly just like venmo me you know like they're just they're yeah. just like <laughs> i mean like, um, I, come on it's <laughs> like you know um i don't know all the all the idols always get those those kinds of songs and i always wonder like if it's like are they are we because they can get away with it we, i think you know yeah exactly i, I was mean, saying someone on that level of madonna or marilyn monroe or like you know cardi b it's like they are at that point where it's like you know they could kind of give across any message they want you know people are gonna be like oh yeah i can listen to that perspective you know 
Yeah, and also they're very good with satire too. Absolutely, yep. Yeah. Those artists. Well, you join the ranks now. Yeah, I like and I love satire. <laughs> so everyone always thinks like, is she like this or is she like that? And, and it's always a lot of what I do is with a wink. So. Yeah. I actually, so um, that does lead me into, I wanted to talk about your aesthetic um, in general. And it's so funny now um, chatting with you and seeing your like apartment and like getting that aesthetic as well. And just like kind of putting it all together. Cause I love, I'm like, as much as I love your music, I love your aesthetic. I love all the um, art or like all the pictures for your um, singles and things like that. Like the get low, like that look with like the blue and like the really red lip. Oh my God. Like I first saw it. My gay little heart was like, <laughs> <laughs> that one was so fun. I took that one with, uh, my friend Andrea and, uh, she's so incredible, but yeah. Uh, uh, my aesthetic, I guess, I guess I just go for like the icon suit. Like, yeah. um, I, I, you know, if it, if it isn't broken, why fix it? I guess. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I like, but I, I like how you've like modernized like, it though too. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, I don't want it to be a, it's, I don't want it to be like a, a theater costume. I want it to be like what I wear what and what makes sense. It's 2022, but, um, but there's a specific, there's like a specific, like a, a, icon suit. I noticed there was this one dress and I, I ended up getting a dress like it from just like, I think it was like house of CB or something. Um, and then put a, a wrap around it. But I found that there was Gwen Stefani, Dolly Parton, Beyonce, Marilyn Monroe, Jean Harlow. There's like a list. There's like a whole list. And they all wore this one outfit. Um, I was like the white dress with like the little like white stole around it. And I was like, that's the icon yeah. suit. Um, I was like, I got to <laughs> get one. And so yeah, I... Yeah, I, I was like, I, just, I don't have that. Um, and so I uh, yeah, I picked that up and took a picture of that. And immediately I looked back at it and I was like, wow, I look just like, I look like Marilyn in this photo. But like you, like, you know, you don't, unless, you know, if you put on the right outfit. and Yeah, you have the, there's the one set of pictures where you have like, I think you have like a little cardigan on um, with the pants. Like those pictures, like those are the ones where I was like, whoa, that, that you like like look very much so yeah. like Marilyn Monroe it's like looks awesome my mom when she was when she was younger also looked a lot like Marilyn Monroe too so I'd like to I don't know we have the same blood type I, I'd like to think we're yeah yeah you're both you're both something. aliens so it's it's <laughs> we're both aliens so we're just from the same planet so I actually one time I I I was in a I was in an Aaron Brothers when it still existed getting this television framed like it is um oh that's a television that's a tv um that's so awesome i love that in like a gold hollywood regency frame so that it doesn't screw up my aesthetic in my apartment with like a big black no box. it looks amazing i love that and um and so i was in aaron brothers and i was like can you frame my television and they were like no and i was like we can this is a <laughs> rectangle and i know you make rectangular frames here and custom ones it says here um and they were like okay and so <laughs> they're like they were like sure and so they, i uh, guess they yeah made, so i'm checking out and 
I walked over to uh, to leave, and there was this really old man. Um, uh, really, and like I, I want to stress how old. Like, I didn't know if he was okay to be alone in an Aaron Brothers. Like this, this guy was a hundred maybe. Um, and so I was like, look at him go. He's getting frames, and um, and he walked over very slowly. But I could tell he's walking towards me and talk to me. But I could tell he was he wasn't in any ability to like run. Um, and so I waited and I was like, what's he going to say? And then he said, um, cause I was, I was in Hollywood and I was right by where I used to live. I used to live on, I can say it now cause I don't live there, but I used to live on Rossmore and I lived two doors down from a building that the, the Kennedys owned, um, where oh, wow. there was some of, some of where they say that Marilyn and JFK's affair happened was in that building. Um, and so uh, this old guy comes up to me and he's like, hey, ma'am, ma'am. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you remind me of someone that I took photographs of a really long time ago. And I was like gunning for it. I was like, please say Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> and, he, and he was like, I took it down on Rossmore. Uh, yeah, it was really, really quick. But she was so sweet. But your facial... He's like, your facial muscles and your eyebrows move like her too, but uh, you have similar features. And he said, you have a similar personality and blah, blah, on and on and on. And I was just like, who is it? And he was, I was like, who, who did you take pictures of? And, and then he just winked at me and he said, Marilyn Monroe. And I was like, ah. And That's I was just crazy. Like, I, was, I think I was just knighted or something because I was like, I don't That's know. I didn't, I didn't even have. I was so in shock. I didn't even ask his name. He's pro. What if he was like one of the famous photographers of Marilyn Monroe? Who knows? Oh, I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that he had, it must have been. Terribly. Now that I look back on it, I'm like, why didn't you get information? Why didn't you ask questions? Yeah, I know like, you should have. Because it would have been so cool to like read. Like, I was so excited. I just ran out of the car. It would have been cool to like if he if he had like done a reshoot or something, you know? Oh. See, that was, there were so many things I should have done. I regret my whole life, yeah. but I just instead. But also, to getting told that you look like Marilyn Monroe. By someone who's photographed You were like in shock, yeah. Yeah, I just ran out to my car and told my boyfriend. I was like, this guy who took pictures of Marilyn Monroe was super old. Just that I look at Marilyn Monroe. I think we should go to Tatsu, which is like really good ramen. And I was like, that was my life. Like I didn't, no strategy, no nothing. I was just happy. I'll retreat myself. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, a really good ramen. Uh, but at the time, I was like, wait, I should, why didn't I ask him? Like, should have gotten a card or something or known his name. But I just, like, I was in yeah. such shock that someone I had so spoken cool. to someone who, who had interacted with her. Like, that yeah, just that's like amazing. blew my mind. Like, because I don't. That seems like that seems kismet community. as well. Like like all these things are happening yeah. like um, to you and I. They all seem like they were meant to kind of happen. Yeah. So. People always are like, people always are like, oh yeah, you're at this one spot. Yeah, like Marilyn, some really historical thing happened there, and I'm just like, I wanted to sound like Judy. I'm what? like, did, I was like, should I? I'm like, <laughs> they were I like the like, aliens were like, nope, you and Marilyn. It's you and Marilyn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> basically and so one day i just came in and i dyed my hair platinum i was already like blonde but like i made it like white blonde and i was like just go with it like yeah it's, it's obviously oh my gosh, like, yeah well it looks amazing yeah. i was just like you, you you have enough feedback you just need to accept it you just embrace it so yeah
I love yeah. um I love the picture too that you did for like I think it was the Christmas song where it's in like the little pink like dress. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That oh little, god, I love that picture too. Dress. It's so good. Yeah. That was Yeah, it's that so was that really look is amazing. I was like I asked my cardiologist so I was like, "Can I roller skate?" And he was like, "Why?" <gasps> and I was like, "Uh, for a music video." And he's like, "Yeah." Okay. He's like, you have the weirdest questions of all of my cardiology. Yeah, yeah. Like most most of my cardiology patients are like roller skating. I was like, yeah, well, I'm I'm still a kid. Yeah. Like you know, I, I got yeah, and I'm like, and I'm and I want to do cool things like musically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so I really wanted to do just for some reason, like the production on that track just made me feel like roller rink. Like it's just this needs to be in a roller skating rink and. Just like the way that yeah. the organs were, something was roller skatey about it. And I was like, it's a yeah, roller absolutely. skate video. And then uh, I texted the my friend, who, you know, Kim does Selkie, and she had this like Santa baby dress that just came out called Santa baby with like the fur. And I was like, can I please pull that for the shoot? I know it's not out yet, but it's like literally perfect. And um, it was perfection. So learned, no, that that, that outfit skate. was amazing. I learned to roller skate really quick enough to just, you know, move around a little bit on the, uh, you know, just like g- geriatric roller skating, like old person, yeah. <laughs> like, like swim class. Like, yeah. I grew up in the country where the only thing to do was to go to the roller skating rink. So I got, oh. I got pretty good at it when I was younger, but. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. I was really good at stuff like that when I was like, Man, when I was 12, I don't know who I was and like what I was doing. I was I was like doing jumps off of ramps and like tricks and like now when I get on the roller skates I'm just like standing and hoping I stay upright. Oh, same. Like, what happened? Yeah, now at 37 I can I can like yeah. I can roller skate for like uh like 2 minutes and then my legs are like nope, we're sore. I'm like stop yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> and then also it feels like you're just going to fall back. But when I was 12 I didn't feel like I was going to fall backwards. I felt in control. And I was doing cool stuff and doing tricks. And now I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, I don't want to fall backwards. And like, oh uh, yeah, what's happening? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, how embarrassing! Like, I, it's just, I was so oh my cool. Gosh. Was, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, fear. It's that fearlessness. You should try to roller skate when you're on stage doing get low when you're in that like, you know, really powerful like moment. Maybe then you could just like kill yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> gets on the whole venue is like we need we didn't have her sign anything for this there's gonna get a lawsuit but uh, my friend actually um uh she she goes by number one pop star her name is kate and she has a like one of those hoverboards you know they're like oh yeah yeah yeah. you know they're like like i don't even know how to describe it like the two wheel ones like stand yeah you stand on it and it just goes when you like lean yeah she's really good at that and she does she brings them on stage with her and just rolls around with her electric guitar with like um a, like a wireless plug-in and saying that i'm just like oh that's awesome i like i i i hold i hold the candle to whatever is happening right now this yeah no amazing. seriously yeah like, we actually um, i me and my me and my husband actually had two of those and like we like my 
my mom and dad got them like for us like years ago. And we literally had them and they, we were just like storing them in a closet because we like did it for like a month. And then we were like, okay, we are too old for this. Shit. Like we're going to break a hip or something. So I, just, so I literally ended up giving them to like my friends, like sons. I was like, I was like, here, these 12 year old kids. I'm like, y'all take these. Like <laughs> I have no business. I know. I tried my friend. Uh, he's, uh, I, I worked with him on a film and you know, he's, He's younger. He's very spry. He's, he's in his teens. So I think if I were in my teens, I'd hop <laughs> on one. But um, with hard Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, like, don't have a fall. Um, and so, <laughs> but I yeah. did. I tried it. You see, has a, this big house and it was all empty. And I was like, I'm just going to try it. And I got on it. And it was not, this was not like a user friendly, like, I stood there and I kind of leaned a little bit. I just, I hopped off and luckily landed. Yeah, no, they're, they're a little tricky, honestly. I think once you probably get the hang of it, it's cool. But I, uh, I didn't give myself that long of a shot. So, yeah. (laughs) But Kate and number, number of stores and she's a master at the, uh, that's amazing. I'm gonna have to look her up. She, she's a, she's a musician as well. Yeah. She's incredible. Okay, awesome. And she, and she makes her up for she sure. She makes pop music for smart people. So. Oh yeah, I love. Oh, well then, I definitely need to look her up. You <laughs> said in her artist, what's her artist name? Number one pop star. Number one pop star. Okay, I'm gonna look her up right after this conversation. Um, that actually perfect. That actually perfectly leads me into um, a little game I like to play with the people that I chat with, which is category is. Um, so I have two categories for you. And then, yeah, I would love to just hear some artists or songs um, that relate to the category that you're listening to um, yeah. or that you love. So okay. the first category is, um, a category is, excuse me, I need to get to the dance floor immediately. That's the category. So I would love to know an artist or song that just like, when you hear it, you're like, like for me, the get low would be that for me. I'm like, okay, get out of my way. I need to get to the dance floor like right now. Okay. Um. Um, so I already shared with you, Robin, um, dancing on my own is going to be one of those, um, currently one that just came out, which is like, so what everyone would say is as it was by Harry Styles. I, I, oh my God, I love that song so much. I'm addicted to that song. It's just well, written. it is so good. It's well, I didn't want to like it, but I love it. Same. Oh, I know. I, I love, love it so much. It. I kept hearing because it will kept coming up on like my uh, story suggestions of like songs to use for your stories, and I kept like being, and finally I was like, fine, what is it? And like, I was listening to it and I was like, oh, damn, I love this. And I was like, this is great. I love it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah it took a couple times, but after like the third time, I was like, I like, I would like caught myself like dancing. I was just like, like, like oh, I was like, oh, I love this <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then that little fast part at the end. I even I even filmed like a stupid TikTok to it. Um where I like Oh you did? I have to go watch it. Yeah. I, I like gave I fully gave in. Um thank dance for dance. <laughs> um I I always like this is this is like a I don't know if like this is like a dance floor one, but like I need it I need to get on the dance floor. Uh Kavinsky Night Call. Um, it's really a slow jam, but like I need to get on the dance floor for that and, and Kavinsky Night Call. Mm-hmm. Um, so who is that? Is that the name of the song, or is that the Kavinsky's artist Night Call is the song? Okay, I've never yeah. heard of Kavinsky. Uh, so different than Harry Styles, but 
but I yeah. like I, I like a lot of things. Uh, I've had a dance floor. There's probably some Taylor Swift song that I'd probably need yeah, to get yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, I'm like I'm sure. <laughs> you know, you just can't help it. Uh, she's oh, she's absolutely, just, one thousand percent. She's just a good. She's just a real good writer. Um, she's such a good writer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, people just like don't talk about that enough. I think people just are always there's. I always hear such people are like, "Oh, Taylor Swift," and I'm like, "Y'all, she's really good at writing. Like this girl." Yeah. No, I mean, if you think she's not good at writing, then you're then that then then you just are not. Like just not correct. You know, like she is, yeah. she's just she's a good writer. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. If Shake It Off came uh, on a domain, I'd be, I'd be up. I'd be up. One thousand percent. Yeah. Um, Same. Um. Um. Really quick, can I ask you about uh, Kavinsky? I just wanted to ask, what kind of um, like, is it a band? Is it uh just a uh, one person? Is and then like, what kind of music is it? It's like this. You know, it's like that Italian. It's not. It's not Italians, but he. It's like that, like dark wave, like goth night club music, I guess. Okay. Is he <laughs> for, a DJ? For goth phase, um, in your goth era, um, he, yeah, I, I think he DJs. I don't actually know if he DJs, but I feel like he also DJs. But he, he uh, is a, an artist. Um, so. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Just so my, because I know a lot of my listeners like to look up. Um, and listen to the songs that get requested here in this in this part of the the chat. So, um, okay, then I wanted to ask you. Second category is the episode that you were on, um, which is a series that I'm doing um, called "Who Runs the World," um, where I'm featuring um, female music artists um, from all walks of life, from all over the world, um, and I kind of have a different like you know vibe for each one. But um, yeah, I just wanted to hear like some of your um, favorite badass female music creators like right now like like current okay favorite current um in no particular order um <laughs> likey lee marina oh my god same lana del rey grimes um desire um Desire is that who? Um, that's like the first one I didn't um, recognize. Is that what kind of music? Desire uh, is on my label, and they make like like pop, disco, like okay music. Um, and it's spelled it's spelled like the normal like D E S I R E. Yeah. Perfect. And then um, the first one you didn't recognize, like Ely. I, I, I love Lickley Lee. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, love, 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 love. <gasps> how do you, wait, how no, do you no, say no, it? no, I, no, I'm saying that the first, no, I'm saying the first person that I didn't recognize, like, cause you said Lickley Lee and you said, um, like, I recognize all the, those people that you said first and then I didn't recognize Desire. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, women, what, um, can I cheat? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's no cheating in there's no cheating in category is we want the uh, we want the good stuff so. <laughs> I mean I I listen to Seven Rings by Ariana Grande semi regularly. Um, I love uh, I actually love that whole album. Charlie, Charlie XCX is awesome because she's doing really cool shit and she's really 
cool about including new artists and like I love what she does with that. I think that's so cool. Uh, Coco and Claire Claire. Um, I love Coco. Wait, say that one more time. Coco and Claire Claire. Coco and Claire Claire. Okay. I don't recognize them either. What is that? Um, is it one person? Um, it's two girls, I think. Okay. And what kind of yeah. music are they making? Fun little dream pop dance music. Yeah. Nice. Like it. Super fun. Um, Coco and Claire Claire. Okay. I said Grimes. Um, Chocolate said Lana. Um, Is there anybody, yeah. is there, are there any, is there anybody like in the like LA, like indie music scene that you're like super into that, um, no, like wouldn't be super. I'm number one pop star. Number one so, like, pop star. Basically her PR person. Um, okay. She's brilliant. I love that. Yeah. She's, she's going to be the first one I look up for sure when after this. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm so happy for you to watch her music videos. I'm excited for you. Yay. Yeah. I do this, I do this, I play this game secretly just to get like, you know, new artists for the show, which what's been so cool about this game, um, playing it like in the time that I've had the show is uh, I, it, I I interviewed a Australian rapper named Sophia and she literally, and while we were playing this, she gave me one of her friends, Lauren, who's another Australian female rapper. And three weeks later, I was interviewing her for the show and like was in love with her music. So I just love, I, I've gotten like some really cool connections through artists, you know, just, uh, like doing Good. this through the show, which I love. That's my recommendation. I can't forget Orion. Orion? She's a girl, yeah. O okay. R -I it's just one girl? Yeah. Oh, wait. Is it a band? Is that... She's is on it a talk. band or just one girl? Just a girl. Okay. Orion. Yeah. She's okay, brilliant. cool. I'm going to look her up, too. Yeah. Okay. So I would love uh, for you now to as well, just, um, do, what, do you have any like future? Like, I know you said you're coming out with another album. Can we know when to expect that or no? Uh, yeah, I'm working on my second album. Like this year? It's so complicated, but I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm at, I'll, I'll, be putting, I'll be putting something out this year. Okay, cool. Awesome. I'll be putting out a music video very soon. And then you said you have an East Coast um, like tour. You have some live shows coming up as well? Yeah, I'll be playing the Sultan Room on May 18th. I'll be playing Providence, Rhode Island at Black Place on May 19th. And then on May 20th, I'll be playing Berlin and Manhattan. So for all my listeners in those places, um, yeah, go and get tickets and go to the live show. And I'll be sitting here in Chicago waiting patiently. <laughs> for you to come here um awesome um, can you also just really quick let um everybody know um where they can find you on social um your handles and things like that just so if people want to like you know come and support you my handle on all social media platforms is at baby gloom b-a-b-y-g-l-u-m-e perfect at baby gloom and you're on tiktok facebook spotify i mean um uh instagram twitter all of them yeah Wonderful. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to chat with me. Um, it has been um, a pleasure and I can't wait for new music and I can't wait to hope. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I can't wait to hopefully see you live in Chicago one day. Bye.